0: Hey there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Turbocharged MD. I am your host, Rich Force. I am the CEO of Medical Marketing Solutions, your one stop shop for consulting, web development, search engine optimization, all great things marketing, and the very special Vortex Concierge Call Center, where we take your leads inbound and outbound and convert them into consultations and patients. Happy to be here today. We are going to talk about subject, which is something that is probably the most important topic when it comes to revenue generation, that is overcoming objections. Wouldn't it be great that every time you do a consultation and you ask for the sale or the person to get involved with your practice, that they just whipped out their credit card and said, let's go for it? Doesn't happen most of the time, so we have to kind of work for it. And I'm going to give you some pretty common sense practical solutions to overcoming objections. where well, we're not making it too hard, but everything has to realize that you know objections is just part of the sales process. You know people in general are predisposed to say no especially if they're buying something that they've never been exposed to before. So regardless of what treatment you're offering, weight loss, hormone replacement therapy, sexual wellness, you have regenerative products. If people have never experienced them before and don't know enough about them, and of course, part of your job is to educate them, they're not going to be in that comfort zone of just saying yes. So there are a lot of important steps that we have spoken about in previous podcast about how to build relationships, build rapport, really find out about your prospects. Why? What is the reason they're there? What are they really seeking a solution for? What benefits are they seeking? And do you have the treatment, the products, the program that's going to help them achieve those benefits? So starting at the beginning, you know, you've generated a lead you've converted that lead into a consultation and that person is going to come to your practice and going to sit down with either yourself or you have a sales team or you have trained consultants to really talk in depth about what their issues are and, you know, why it is that it's so important that they solve that issue and how you're going to help them. And you know, the the most important part of this process is actually building that rapport and that relationship. People buy from people that they like and people want to do business when they really feel that there is a solution in front of them that's going to help alleviate the issues and challenges that they have. And it's your job, not really to be a convincer, but, you know, to build that bridge and that relationship where you can be empathetic Put yourself in their shoes, understand you know how they're feeling and why they may be hesitant and just working on breaking down those barriers so when an objection comes up, you're always able to go back to their why, the reason that they're there, how it is emotionally impacting them and how to overcome that objection. Now, if it's an objection on the phone about coming in, again, you have to establish rapport on the phone if you're trying to set consultations uh, to, again, find out the why, uh, quick introduction to yourself and why it would be pertinent for them to come in and do a consultation and sit with your medical team and find out more about your products and services and how it's going to help them. But let's assume for now that we're talking about Overcoming objections, and what are the most common objections? And the most common objections are money, time. I want to think about it, I need to speak to my spouse. Now, if you've done a great job qualifying your prospect prior to these objections coming up, so during your discovery process and during your conversation, I would ask that person, you know, do you have a spouse or in a relationship? That's one of the most important questions you can ask because usually most of these issues in our practices in private pay medicine have to do with the inability to perform or not feeling well or needing to feel and be better so they can be a better spouse, parent, or what have you. But it's that relationship issue that typically is the reason that they're seeking help. And you need to ascertain that that is, you know, it, what, what are the actual reasons that their partner or their spouse Knows that they're seeking a solution and that they are okay with it. They're supportive and they want their spouse to, you know, seek out the best treatments and solutions. So, kind of a great way to overcome those spousal solutions is asking about the spouse and finding out if the spouse is uh, supportive. Another thing that I love to ask people, uh, you know, during the actual Discovery phase, and once again, you can go back and listen to some of the other podcasts, and we talk more about qualifying prospects. Is how important it is for the prospects sitting in front of you to uh, to find the solution to whatever it is that their challenges are. So, for instance, and I'm sitting with Mr. Smith, and I'll say, Mr. Smith, let me ask you a question on a scale one to ten, ten being super important. How important is it for you to overcome this challenge and you know obviously the higher the number the the better chance you uh, have of then really building that relationship and that bridge and honing in on that importance and if they oh, if they do come up with an objection You're able to point back to, you know, you told me that this is really important. So I think that really the thing that holds people back the most from actually purchasing or making a buying decision is going to be financial. But if you can show them that the investment is worth the result and is going to improve their life, most people will come out of that no disposition where most people are Uh, train mentally to say no to things that they're uncomfortable with and to help them get started. So as far as actually the overcoming objection, when you get an objection, there's really four things you want to do. Listen fully to the objection, understand the objection completely, respond properly, and then confirm that you've actually satisfied the objection. So let's start with number one, listening fully to the objection. When somebody says to you they want to think about it or I'm not ready to get started, You know, resist the temptation to jump right in and respond immediately. You know, let them talk a little bit. Ask them to tell you a little bit more about that. Uh, Dive a little bit deeper, you know, into the question. When you say to somebody, hey, I want to get you started. And they say, well, you know, I want to think about it. My response typically would be, I mean, Mr. Smith, I appreciate that you want to make an educated decision. Typically, when people tell me they want to think about it, it's one or two things. Either they need more information Or uh, it's out of their budget, you know, which one of those things apply to you and let them talk. You know, this is just once again, if you listen to some of my previous podcasts, you should be doing 25 percent of the talking and 75 percent of the conversation should be led by your prospect. But don't be defensive. Don't try to jump in and don't give up. Uh, That's number one. So when you react too quickly to an objection, you really risk making an assumption about that objection in your mind you might think it's one thing but it's really something else so really take time to listen to the objection fully and also you really need to train yourself to ignore any negative emotions you might think and of course when we ask somebody to take some action and invest money into a program or a treatment we want them to say yes If they say no, we shouldn't be offended by the no, because typically it takes a good five or six times for somebody to make a decision by you asking them five or six times. So we're never just going to attack that objection. We're going to listen to it, ask them to explain it a little bit more, go back to their why, see if that, you know, if we can get them to realize how, again, important this is and that's their hot button and guide them to the path of actually making the decision of buying so ignore your negative emotions you listen fully so you understand their concern with no bias or any Anticipation and as far as body language is concerned You know body language and verbal confirmations to communicate it, it communicates intent of listening so your prospects always want to know whether it's during the report building stage or whether it's during the actual price presentation that you're interested, you're listening, you know, great body language, you know, leaning forward or even mirroring the way they they're sitting or acting and that you are there as their advocate. You're there as their advisor. You're there as a consultant. You're not there as a salesperson. So body language, Verbal confirmation to communicate that you're actually actively listening is super important. So the second thing is we really want to understand the objection completely because a lot of times an objection is just hiding an underlying issue that the buyer can or isn't ready to articulate. So they might say... I'm not ready or I need to think about it, but they really don't need to think about it. There's something else. And by asking more questions, tell me a little bit more about that. You know, what is it that you actually wanted to think about? It It sounds like you need some more information. And we're sitting here and I'm an expert in this field. I want to give you all the information to help you overcome this challenge. So. You know, you never want to be sarcastic with somebody. You never, you never want to be angry with them. You just want to understand them, but also realize that that initial objection when they say whatever they say might not be the actual objection Is something they want to articulate. People don't like to tell other people that they don't have money. It's embarrassing for some people. So where they might tell you, I have to speak to my wife or whatever the reason might be, it might just be that they're uncomfortable with the investment at this point of the conversation, and your job is to, you know, dig a little bit deeper and find out what the actual objection is. Because most of the times, the true issue, the true issue, isn't what the buyer first tells you. So your job, as a consultant, um, a sales representative, and whatever you're called at your practice is to get to the heart of the objection. Now, a really effective way to get to the heart of the objection is asking permission from your buyer to understand and explore the issue. You know, let me ask you some more questions about that. Can you elaborate on that? Can you tell me a little bit more about, you know, how you're feeling? I want to truly understand because I really want to help you. And the only way I can help you is to just, you know, dig a little deeper. So, you know, just tell me what you you really meant by whatever they had said. And, you know, people like that because they're usually used to, you know, if somebody says, no, the person says, Oh yeah, I'll call you. Let me send you an email. And that's not what you want to do. You have, when you have a live body in front of you, that's when they're hottest. That's when they're most excited about your treatment program. And it's also when they're, they're most nervous because making a commitment means making a commitment. It usually makes means making a financial commitment, but, Say that they asked them their permission. Do you mind if I ask you a couple more questions regarding what you just said? And when you do that, um, it will make them feel more comfortable and help you understand the issues better. Um, And then restate the concern as you understand it. So, Mr. Prospect, what I what I'm understanding is, is that. In the past, you've tried something like this and it really didn't work. And what you're really nervous is about is that if you do, you know, if you go through something like this again, that it's not going to work. You have a fear of, you know, that the treatments will fail. You're not gonna overcome your challenges. So restating the concern as you understand it is very powerful. Um, thirdly, we wanna respond properly. So after you've actually uncovered the objections, address the most important objection first, you know, if it's money and that typically is the biggest uh, objection or hurdle to overcome, that is something that you just need to dig a little bit deeper by asking a couple questions. So when I speak to somebody and somebody says to me, you know, hey, that's too expensive. And I, you know, I want to know what they're really comparing it to. um, A couple of crucial questions that I like to ask people when they say you know it's too expensive I will say you know what are you comparing the expense to or I will say you know Mr Smith with all due respect when you came here today you knew there would be an investment I love using the word investment don't use the word price don't use the word cost you knew that there would be an investment associated with it what were you hoping or expecting that it would be or a similar question you can ask is what did you have budgeted for this particular uh, procedure, treatment, or program? And and every time you ask a question, and every time that you're trying to rebut or overcome the objection, again, be compassionate but with conviction. Uh, be empathetic, but also be a great listener. Listen to what um, they really, you know, uh, what they're really thinking about. Or and I think it's a fair question to ask somebody, you know, what they were hoping it would be. You know, if you have a $3,000 treatment and they were hoping it was $200, well, there's going to be pretty hard probably to close that gap. Even though we're going to keep going back to the why and and trying to nudge them or convince them that it's worth the price of admission because it's going to help them overcome whatever their challenge is, most of the times you'll find maybe you're just a couple hundred dollars away or maybe money just isn't as much of an issue. They just need to feel a little bit more confident about making that Purchasing decision, um, you know, once you work through that greatest barrier, which I said is typically going to be price, you know, the other concerns they have may no longer matter. So you need to do your best job that you can to resolve the issue right away, and when you do that, you increase your chance of moving the sale forward. So if you need more. Information to resolve their concern, you might have to look up something, you know, you might have to come up with a different tactic or what have you. But one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to wing it. Um, You know, if they ask you a question, you don't know the answer, but there's somebody at your practice that does know the answer, and that's their concern. Uh, It's okay to say to a prospect, you know, that's a great question. You know, I, I really don't know the answer to that. You know, let me find out. And I go and, you know, bring in somebody else to to help answer any questions. So if they're going to do a specific treatment, you don't know all the details about the treatment or they bring up a question that you just never had that question come up, um, you know, acknowledge it. Great question. You know what? Let me bring in a, you know, one of my coworkers who's an expert in you know this. And we'll be able to answer that question. It's OK to tell people that you don't know the answer. Don't wing it or make something up because I think that can, you know, if it doesn't sound good or you're not giving them factual information, I believe that, you know, you can lose the sale that way. So super important to that you respond properly. You're never defensive. You have a relaxed posture um, and that once again, you're their consultant. You're an advocate of them solving their solution and one thing I'll you know, keep mentioning, go back to, is finding out what their why is. Why do they want to remedy the, the situation that they're in? Why do they want to overcome the challenge that they're having? How does it impact their life? Those are things that you really need to find out from them in that discovery page and how important is it to them. The more important it is, it, it is to them, the easier it is for you to be able to build the connection Uh, talk about benefits that your treatments programs uh, will um, give them or will result in and get them in as a patient. And finally, you know, after you feel like you've, you know, you've responded properly and you understand their objection, you want to confirm with them that you've satisfied the the objection. So a few things you want to do is, you know, check if you satisfy their concerns, you know, just because they're nodding doesn't mean that they agree with you. They might just be saying, yeah, 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 yeah. I just want to get out of here. So, you know, talk to them, say, do you understand how important it is to, you know, why we're doing this and why this investment is important for your life and how it's going to change it. Um, Ask them if they're happy with the solution. Say, you know, Now that we've overcome this, you know, you feel better and are you ready to get started? And let's get you started right now. Um, Then you can ask them for their their credit card or if you do financing, get them set up on a financing package. Um, Some objections, you know, require a process to overcome. It's not just a quick answer. One thing I could tell you for sure is you don't want to do is if somebody isn't ready, don't try to force a commitment down them. One thing you don't want to do is, you know, make people feel bad about saying no. You you know, you don't want to say, well, if it's a weight loss person, well, how do you expect to ever lose weight or ever, you know, look good if you don't get started now? You know, you have to be compassionate and just think about how they feel because, If you're not overweight and you're dealing with somebody who is overweight, you haven't walked in their shoes. So you have to be empathetic and be able to walk in their shoes. If you're talking to a guy who has erectile dysfunction and you're a man who doesn't have erectile dysfunction, again, you have to be able to put yourself in their shoes. So, you know, don't force the commitment. You're trying to just have a normal conversation, walk them through a process. Once again, get down to that core issue, make them feel comfortable with the solution. And get them to get started. Um, don't lo- don't accept the lukewarm yes as an answer. You want a commitment from them. They're committed and they're ready to get started now. Uh, you know, I people sometimes say, "Well, yeah, yeah, I want to get started, but let me do it on Monday. I have to go home and uh, you know check on my finances." Well, I can unequivocally say that everybody who's listening to this podcast, if I asked you how much money you have in your bank account or how much line, how much uh, room you have on your credit cards. Um, you would be, know that answer right away. And most people do, most people know exactly how much money they have. So a lot of times that's just going to be excuse. You know, I, let me, I need the weekend to think about, it, or I need to get my funds. Now there's, of course there's the possibility they don't have the money. Um, if they don't have the money and you can't get them finance, then that's just going to be, you know, the way the outcome goes. I mean, I'd love to tell you that 100% of the people that you sit in front of are going to buy and become a new patient. Uh, the reality of it's not, but your attitude has to be that it is. So you have to be 100% committed to this process. You have to be 100% committed to working through the process of overcoming of the objections uh, not just saying, okay, great. If somebody says, ah, let me think about it. And you say, okay, great. You know, when's a good time for me to follow up with you? Or when's a great time for, can I just send you an email for more information? I can tell you the minute they get off that seat, the minute they walk out that door, your chances of success of them coming back and, you know, ha- and, and you're know, and you going to have to do a lot of follow-up is going to you know, de- increase significantly. So, you know, don't forget when you're sitting in front of somebody, that's the time that they're the hottest and that's when you want them to make the commitment because you're probably not going to be face to face with them again. Um, you know don't lose sight of your goal. you know your goal is talking about the steps that we've talked about here and just to recap them you want to listen, you want to understand, you want to respond, and you want to confirm. So you know uh, you know the most important to me is just you know the hottest topic is, their pain point. You know, if a prospect tells you that their challenge is having a major influence on their situation in life, is affecting their current situation in life and their future, you need to use you know your practice solutions as a remedy to get them back to their optimal wellness and helping them have much healthier relationships. So. You know, you. I'm sure you've heard. You know, many PACOs that say you have to fi- find the why before they buy, and it's absolutely critical. Um, I hope this was helpful to you, because I know that where most people struggle, and most salespeople struggle, or people that are in a position of asking people for money, is when you get an objection. When somebody says no, want to think about it, need to talk to the spouse. You know, money. You need to have a Uh, a game plan as far as how you're going to attack that. Hopefully this podcast helped you with that. Uh, You need to practice and role play, you know, with your team, you need to do, uh, I would definitely do some role playing consultations with other people, in your team. And, and, and when you're asking them to buy and you have to ask somebody to buy, you know, asking them to buy is let's get you started. You know, how did you want to take care of this today? Be some MasterCard American Express Discover. You know if it's financing whatever it might be if you don't ask they're not going to buy they're just going to leave and you should ask if they say no probably like four or five times nicely we're going to circle back once again find the hot button what's the issue how can we overcome it let's talk about our relationship let's talk about how this is affecting you here's the solution let's get you started anyway i really hope you enjoyed this topic as much as i enjoy speaking about this topic. Once again, you can contact me anytime. I am very happy to uh, you know, help you. My number is 888-292-1147. You can go to medicalmarketingsolution.com. There's no S on the end of the solution. Uh, you can email me anytime, Force at medicalmarketingsolution.com. We'll do a free Uh, evaluation of what's going on at your practice, Uh, we can come out to the practice and train your sales team, monitor your sales team, uh, just go through the whole sales process with you and take care of all your business needs. Anyway, hope everyone's having a fantastic day. Hope this was insightful and you got a little bit out of it and let's make it happen. Have a great day.